Care for Changing Lives, learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Paul Martin from Hospice Quinty. Death has become a very difficult subject for many to discuss in modern society. It's part of every person's life, and yet we don't receive much education in that area, and many people find it challenging to even find someone to talk to about it when the time comes. If you're a caregiver for someone who's dying, it can be even more emotionally draining. Being confronted with the death of a loved one challenges our own feelings of helplessness and grief as we're forced to take a longer look at our own mortality. It tests our belief in a sense of order and natural progression in the world around us. It also makes us ask meaningful and sometimes frightening questions about who we are and what will happen in the days to come. While we're grappling with our own emotions and sense of indecision and confusion, we also have to talk to the person who's dying about these very issues. At some point in the process, they will likely want to have a longer discussion about the future, whether that be estate planning, family dynamics, or personal beliefs. We may experience a sense of hesitation and doubt as we question our own worthiness to offer comfort, or a belief that our own fears could compromise our usefulness in that role. The best and most important thing to remember is, it's not about us. After all, we are not the one who is dying. This is their time, and we're here to help and assist them, and not the other way around. They may even be waiting for someone to bring up the issue directly. Many people have difficulty speaking about death, and they may not want to inflict their condition on people more than what is necessary. They may feel you're already too tense or strung out and not want to burden you further. If you bring it up and they don't want to talk about it, respect their wishes, of course. But if you start the conversation and they join in, then let it flow naturally. If they're the one to bring up the subject, then take the time to let them know that you can and will give them as much time as they need. Let them take the lead whenever they can and listen to what they're saying and why. Always remember to bring it back to how they're feeling and what they're thinking. You'll have your own emotions and fears to deal with, but they are the one who is dying and again, this is their time. There are things that you can ask that can assist you in helping them. If you're a caregiver, then it's perfectly natural to ask what you need to know about them to provide the best care possible. They may not know at first, but if you make that point clearly and consistently, they'll be more likely to tell you. Ask them what they consider important or what they're thinking about and what they need. You may be surprised at the answers you get. Connecting at a personal level when someone is dying is both very powerful and extremely important. In his book, The Four Things That Matter Most, Dr. Ira Bjork, who is a professor of palliative medicine at the Dartmouth-Hitchcock Medical Center in New Hampshire, writes that the four things that dying people want to hear are, please forgive me, I forgive you, thank you, and I love you. These are intensely personal and meaningful words that convey much more than just what's being openly said. They reinforce the connection between two people and, in some cases, can build new bridges which strengthen the relationship and the memories involved. Another good way to connect with someone who is dying is to encourage them to share stories about their life and also some end-of-life goals. While some people will want to mend fences or deal with unresolved issues, others will prefer to focus on their positive accomplishments. People near the end of life often search for meaning and a legacy of sorts. They want to know that their life had significance and that they're somehow on the right path. These reflections can have a strong calming effect as a dying person puts everything in perspective and in a way tries to write their own story as others may later experience it. Most of all, while you always want to be kind, you also want to be truthful. If you don't have the answer they want, it's okay to be honest about it. 
Giving someone a false impression or false assurances can undermine the trust in your relationship and make them feel more isolated and alone. Don't force conversations on them either. They'll let you know when they're ready to talk, and when that time comes, be honest but gentle and caring. That alone is more than enough. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.